You are listening to T-Mac and Cookie Monster on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Engaging an exciting conversation on life, God, and pop culture. Every week on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Welcome everybody, you're listening to the Radiant Culture Podcast. My name is T-Mac. And I'm Cookie Monster. <laughs> And we're back this week. Not that we went anywhere, but um, basically what we do here at Radiant Culture is we address the issues that affect young Christians when we're basically trying to live a holy life <laughs> in this crazy world we're living in, this culture that attacks us from all sides with a lot of things that go against what the Word says. So, yeah, that's what we do here. Yeah, and another thing that we are very passionate about is the, the truth, the whole issue of the truth. And, you know, Truth is one of those words that's become very diluted in our culture today and people seem to, they've, they've relativized the truth and we we want to point each other to the truth, ask the critical questions yeah. and hopefully begin to um, dive into what the Bible talks about and what God really wants us to stand on. So today we're going to be talking, I think it's kind of following on from last week because last week you we were discuss- discussing worship. Yeah, and um, we kind of concluded that worship is not just a song. It's not just standing up, you know, there with your hands raised and whatever, but it's how you live your life every day and commit it to God yeah. in the small things and the big things and everything. So today we're talking about dressing, yeah. and um, <laughs> some and worship actually... <laughs> with their dressing, some don't. <laughs> and it's actually a continuation of worship, really, because the way we dress, the way we look does reflect on um, our heart and what we're really worshipping, I believe. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, so we've got two lovely ladies here today to help us dig into this topic. Linda. I'm not a mindfulness, by the way. <laughs> well, now, uh, in this room, we'll just say that you are. <laughs> so you ordain really people in here. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, my name is Belinda. My friends call me Bells. I am a development consultant. I'm an entrepreneur. My husband, between my husband and myself, I think, yeah, we are into fashion, we're into music, um, into events. Mm. Um yeah, I hope I haven't left anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I'm a mom of two. I've got mm-hmm. two boys that keep me very busy. And um, yeah, I love God, I guess. <laughs> you, get, you, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I guess that's it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much for having me. Must I say that uh, both of you, Kuda and Tanya, you guys are super amazing. And you know what you're doing. And the two of you just work amazingly well together. Um, So my name is Valerie Chingonzo. I am a model, um, a reigning uh, beauty queen. I have a a world title. I've done many other pageants in the past. I am also a loans officer at the Women's Development Bank. I I am a media personality. Um, and lastly, I am an image consultant. I am, I co-own Kujida Image Consultancy and, um, I'm into fashion. I, I'm an upcoming fashionista. I enjoy fashion and, uh, but ultimately, obviously in as much as I enjoy fashion, I really do understand that, uh, um, the Proverbs 30 verse 31, and that is my favorite verse that says that charming is deceptive. Beauty is fleeting. But ultimately, a woman that praises God will forever be cherished. So I always keep that in mind whenever I'm doing my fashionista 
uh, things. Yeah, that's about me. So ladies, um, our topic today is on fashion. And of course, you're both Christians. I, I want to I hear from, from you guys, right? <clears throat> Should Christians even be seeking to be fashionable? Is, is that something that we, we, should, we should be seeking? Or, you know, isn't that just for, for the world? My worldly items. Yeah, my worldly items. <laughs> what, what are your thoughts on that? What are my thoughts? Would you like to go first or should I? Okay, let me go first. Seeing uh-huh. as that you're going to kill my point. No, not really. <laughs> you the church. So let me go first, like a debate. Um, so I, I definitely Christians sh- uh, should be fashionable. Um, <clears throat> I want to be very raw and very, you know, out about this. I don't like the fact that Christians look whack. I, I don't feel like Christians should look whack, retarded, dead, lifeless. You know, you need to look alive when you're a Christian because you have the you have God living in you. So when you walk, when you move, people shouldn't ask you, are you a Christian? People should see mm. from how you look, from your appearance. And um, your appearance should testify your life before you even open your own mouth. Yes. So that's how I just see it because your, your fashion says a lot. It, it talks about your blessing. It talks about... You know how God is blessing you, so I Christians need to be very mm. fashionable. Mm. It's very important. I actually agree. <laughs> I actually agree. Yes, yeah. wrap it up. Yeah. 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 we're done. Over. I think um, I would. I would. Uh, um, I think Christians do need to look good. I think, um, uh, like when you look at the Bible, um, uh, dressing and fashion is actually God's idea. You know, if you look at Genesis, the first clothes came from oh, God. Yeah, um, he's the one who actually came up with the idea of putting clothes on us. Because if he hadn't done that, I think we'd all be walking around in the buff. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, uh, assuming Adam and Eve hadn't sinned. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, I think uh, fashion is God's idea. Um, and I think God is interested in the way that we look. And just like from the different verses that I've seen, um, another example, for example, when Jesus is talking about fasting and he says, you know, don't walk around looking sullen and, you know, all pathetic, you know, wash your face, you know, put some some oil on, look good. Do you know what I mean? So I think God is definitely interested in the way that we look and he is interested in fashion. Um, the question that I would ask when we're talking about fashion um, and should Christians be fashionable is fashionable to whom? Mm. I would say we need to be fashionable to God because his approval is the one that's important to us. Um, And we need to make that distinction that there is different kinds of fashionable. There's fashionable according to the world standards and then there's fashionable according to kingdom culture. Um, And kingdom culture is Jesus culture, you know, um, what pleases Jesus, what pleases God, what he would be pleased to see us wearing every day. So you can wear the latest in A, B, C, D and E, but not um, contradict any of God's principles, Mm -hmm. um, so to speak. So I think it's, um, yeah, people do need to look good. Um, I don't think it glorifies God to walk around with, you know, unkempt hair and, you haven't taken nice. a bath, you haven't brushed your teeth, you know, you haven't done all of that. Um, so, yeah, so I think it's it's an important thing to God. Yeah, yeah. totally agree with you because um, uh, you need to be free from vanity or, you know, feeling or self-love yeah, or exactly. just being proud. You mm. need to run away from that. But if you're dressing uh, for yourself because you look good, you feel good, and you're also dressing in a way that is uh, respectful to to your family, your friends, the society, mm. the church itself, um, 
Especially when you look at Sunday dressing, because I really struggle on a personal Sunday dressing. Mm. Why I struggle mm-hmm. is because I respect God. Yeah. So I take time to think. I actually really consciously think mm-hmm. that what I'm putting on, is it too low? Is it too whatever it is? So that's the respect that, you know, a lot of people need to, because um, I'm considering the people around me. It's not yes. just about God, yeah. but I'm also respecting yes. the people around mm. me because you don't want to offend people. But at the same time, you know, you look good. And there are many ways that, um, especially women, because women really struggle with um, how to dress in a modest way. There are many ways that you can... Um, Look good. For example, I'll give literal practical examples for women. If uh, if you're putting on leggings, this not not necessarily for a Sunday church service, but if you're putting on leggings, you wear a long top. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're putting on uh, jeans, they shouldn't be too tight fitting, where we can literally see, mm-hmm. you know, your body and the shape of your body, um, stuff like that. Or you can put uh, mm-hmm. what's it called, bolero, bolero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, over yeah, so that you don't have open arms. And there's so many things has, you like, can. Sandwiches on it. <laughs> Yeah, I knew you, you look kind of lost the minute I said that. <laughs> yeah, there, there are many yeah. variations, there are many things you can add on, throw yeah. on, wow. and you look decent in a second, in a split second. You yes. can change an yeah. outfit from looking um, skanky to looking decent. Yeah. So, exactly. yeah, decent. Yeah. Just playing with your wardrobe. Decent. Right. Val, thank, thank you. Thank you. I, I just want to uh, direct this question to you. So, the first thing, in fact, to both of you, because mm. You both kind of hinted at the fact that you respect God, right? Mm. The question I have is, does God actually care about what... Does he actually care? Okay, does he care about what we wear in the same way that, that we do? And here's what I mean. Mm. Okay, I get it, yeah. Um, someone wearing a short skirt... A lady wearing a short skirt to church, and I don't want to make this too centered on the ladies because yeah. it applies both ways, yeah. right? Because yeah. a guy can come in the muscle, the guy, muscle top exactly muscle top, or you're gonna <laughs> or you're gonna have like a really big behind, and anyways these the tight, tight fitting, tight fitting tight pants, right? And yeah. like, thinking, dude, are you breathing in that thing or something, <laughs> right? My waist should be So um, the the thing is, it, does that stuff really matter to God in that way, or is it a so it's the the social mm. effect that is more important, right? Because I'm thinking of that scripture. I was I was reading it last week. The I think it's First Samuel oh. sixteen or Second Samuel sixteen, mm-hmm. where um, ish, my my Bible knowledge is being tested here. That God doesn't look good yeah, yeah, where Samuel's is anointing the next king, mm-hmm. right, of Israel, and then he selects David, and there's that whole thing where he paraphrase where he ends up saying for god does not look at the things that man looks at yes. man looks at outward appearance god looks at the heart right True. so man is concerned about the outward appearance but does god really care like you're wearing a short skirt but you love me right or you're wearing it you're, you're wearing like your torn jeans and all your knees are outside but hey, you mm. love jesus with all your heart isn't that what matters at the end of the day Oh, you also have to love your neighbor, huh? So if your dressing yeah, is exactly, yeah. <laughs> inhibiting your neighbor exactly. yeah, from, from worshipping, yeah, then sure. and then that's a problem. But then you just have some neighbors that are too fussy for nothing, <laughs> that want to impose their values and their lack of style on other people and they blame that on god right they're like no the kingdom doesn't approve of this just because they they can't 
they're not creative <laughs> yeah, they're with not. their own dressing. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Do I have a point? You, you do have a you point. Do. And especially yeah. because, well, God is like our father. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. Mm. So when you approach your dad, you're not going to approach your dad wearing a short skirt. Um, you're not going to approach your boss wearing a short skirt. You're not going to approach your mom even. Your mom is even far much worse than all of those people. So that respect, because this is a person in authority. This is a person you respect. This is a person you listen to. Um, this is a person who basically rules your life. Everything you do mm -hmm. is based on his word and what he says. So that's where the respect comes from, that you can't wear a, a, a short skirt. And not only does a short skirt affect... People think dressing affects the next person. It affects me first. Mm -hmm. Because when I get yeah. up, my skirt is riding up and I have to constantly put it down. I can't even go to the front clo closer to the stage to worship because now I'm putting my skirt down. When mm -hmm. I raise my hands to yada or, or like to, you know, to praise, um, my top is going up and, you know, things mm -hmm. are happening. That affects me. It affects my praise. It affects yeah. me when I sit down. And it affects the worship everything. leader in the front. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to say that. <laughs> yeah. So, and the band. Can you see people from all the way up you there? Can. Really we have people you can. People that are close. You can. Like at the front row, you can. Okay, a yeah, front row, but those yeah. guys are always decently dressed. Like band guys have to close their eyes. Is that <laughs> why you guys are always... Like <laughs> <laughs> all lost in the spirit. <laughs> and they're actually <laughs> thinking, Jesus, let this yeah, end. Let this, this end, Lord. Let something, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so that's the power with dressing. It, um, it affects... Dressing makes you feel a certain way. Mm. So uh, you can feel very snobbish because of the way you're dressed. Um, so if you feel a certain way and you're in a certain place, it, the, the the two like it won't be matching. So that's that's a big problem. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, Bell. Mm -hmm. But okay. So let's take it out of the church now, because mm -hmm. so that same short dress or skirt, or whatever. That's okay. Let's just say right above my knees. Mm -hmm. um, can I wear it when I go to news cafe? Well, you know what? I think uh, personally, I'm in a space where I'm asking God about just like my whole wardrobe. Do you know what I mean? Like how I dress when I go out, when I go to church, when I go to the supermarket. Should that just be the same everywhere, mm -hmm. you know? Or should I, you know, like what you're saying about Sunday best, should I change? Should yeah. I, you know, shift and change? Yeah. Um, or, you know, are there places where it would be appropriate and places where it would be inappropriate? Mm -hmm. um, and I guess at the core of it is, um, uh, I don't know, like, I, personally, I haven't quite, you know, come to a place where I would, I would wear the same thing. You know, to all of this, I probably wouldn't walk into news cafe wearing like a long robe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah like, I probably yeah. wouldn't do that. Yeah. Um, but um, at the same time, I probably wouldn't. There are some things, no matter how short, I wouldn't. I would never wear. Yeah, doesn't matter where mm. I am. You know. Mm. Well, yeah, I just wouldn't wear them. Um, so yeah, I guess it now becomes a, a case of as an individual your personal integrity and your relationship with God mm -hmm. and what God is saying to you um, and that's what I found like in Christianity and our circles today like we don't ask those hard questions people mm -hmm. don't ask you know we're, we're content to ask about prayer we're content to ask about um, you know uh, yeah fasting and all of those things but we don't yeah, ask the Holy exactly. Spirit about what should I wear yeah um, and just like what you were saying that you know you ask God in the morning, you know, is this appropriate? Mm -hmm. Will I offend anybody? Mm -hmm. 
And I think if we did that in any setting, in any sphere, there wouldn't be any issues, mm. you know. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the Holy Spirit would probably lead each and every person, and you know, there wouldn't be an issue. Mm. In some cases as well, there's um, there's something that I could wear now, um, and I've actually lost weight after my um, my two boys, my second son. Like yeah. I had gained a lot of weight, but then if I had worn the same thing last year this time, mm-hmm. you'd all have been falling out of your seats like, what is wrong with this woman? <laughs> what, why did you wear that? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so some things are also context-specific, but then other things as well, your own body, you, you can't wear the same thing that maybe your, your friend or whatever would wear. And they might still look decent in it, but mm-hmm. because you have a different body, body structure, shape. it just won't work. Um, because more of your body is revealed or maybe it's too tight on you or yeah it's just not working so yeah i think each person needs to ask god really you know like constantly yeah yeah have a have a conversation with god it's not easy you know there's some things that i've had to throw out of my wardrobe Mm. um um and now i'm in a space where i'm actually looking for new stuff um that's age appropriate you know Mm -hmm. and also is flattering to um to you know my skin tone or you know whatever yeah 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 mm. so so i guess that that conversation with the holy spirit needs to take place at the point of purchase as opposed to now when you're looking at your exactly. wardrobe and there's yeah. nothing in there yeah, that's yeah exactly yeah. so every sunday every saturday evening <laughs> is a nightmare yes, yeah exactly just wondering um so there's the whole issue of fashion trends right where um we are Christians and we used, I think the, the word we used here was what, decent? There's, mm, th- that's modest. 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 Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm hearing a lot of that word being thrown around. Um, what, what I want to know, though, is as, as Christians, we want to value decency. We want to value modesty and all of that for whatever reason, right? I, of course, part of it has to, is to do with the fact that we belong to a local church. We want to honor the community and... Um, honor God, like like we rightly said. But then there's also the other side where we want to be fashionable. We want to, you know, we want to keep up with mm. latest trends. Yeah. So I actually have a question about that, that as Christians, should should we be concerned about latest trends and, you know, getting the latest Louis Vuitton bag because now, now you can afford it. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Doesn't that make us... Um, Vain, vain mm-hmm. violate the, the you know the principle that mm-hmm. well the, the verse that Jesus um, where, where Jesus is speaking in Matthew I think it's six thirty three where he's saying that the pagans worry about all these things what you're gonna wear what you're gonna eat mm, yeah, but yeah. you seek first the kingdom of God so and all these things will be added will be to added, you yeah. and um, he kind of seemed to imply and I could be wrong that the world is headed in a certain way right they they've got certain things that they value. But as a Christian, eh, you should be seeking God first. Now, if we start following all these trends and all these things, aren't we now also becoming like the pagans? Hmm. That's my question. Very good question. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, I would love to see a a situation where Christians are trendsetters Mm. and people get to follow Christians. Like we start with... 
we start with our outfits, with mm-hmm. our whatever mm-hmm. is trending, and then the world follows us, not the other way around, where we have to constantly check our magazines, check our Instagram pages to see what's in fashion, the latest, and mm-hmm. then we try to yeah. imitate that. And then when we imitate that, it looks so bad yeah. on us. It's, it's just, it just doesn't work. Um, and then to answer your question, there's nothing wrong in, um, in, in, in following trends. Um, at times, you just, you just need to know what kind of a trend you're following. Like, some people have issues with, with chokers. You know, do you know chokers? Nicholas. Yeah. That's the, one. Re- the only guy in the room, you particularly. <laughs> what nah, I know, I know, I know, I know what chokers are. Chokers? They're worldly, so in the church, I think. It's their worldly piece of jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. That's where, you know, it becomes harder for you to actually say, this is not working, this works. You know, people, people, there's a history to chokers or whatever it is. But anyway, the point is, um, the name we, chokers. yeah, it's, it's choking. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but then, no, we need to be trendsetters and there's, and there's totally nothing wrong. And there are many Christian people, um, if you want me to mention them, I can always mention them, um, Christian men and women that I've seen that dress really well, pastors, they look mm-hmm. the part and, uh. And it's good. I like that because they make the church look attractive. They make the gospel look attractive, the word look attractive. And that is what we should do. We should set a standard whereby people want to come to us because we look so good. And God is beautiful anyway. The thing is, the devil has become so beautiful that God becomes ugly because, Mm. you know, but we need to, we need to change that because God is the beautiful one, like more beautiful than the devil. So we need to appreciate our looks. We need to look beautiful and that that becomes more attractive. That's the reason why uh, a celebrity or someone who was very good looking or someone who's very well dressed, if that person was to go and try to save souls, (laughs) they would save many souls. I always (laughs) say there's so many celebrities. If they are to change today, I believe they would change so many souls because Mm. people already follow them because I like your hairstyle. I like your style. So already, if you like my style, if I come to you and I say, do you know Jesus? Mm-hmm. It becomes so much easier for me to do that because you already like the way I dress. I always wear heels. Mm-hmm. So it becomes so much easier for me to just tell you, you know what? It's Jesus who makes me wear these heels. <laughs> 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 who makes you look this way. You know what? Yeah. Something like that. That's interesting. Yeah. That's a very interesting <laughs> something angle. Something like that. Yeah. Interesting yeah. angle. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I definitely agree that um, uh, I think uh, it's no. uh, as as Christians we've um, erred on the side of following what's the 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 trend the world is setting, mm-hmm. as opposed to being the trendsetters ourselves. Um, so, yeah, and and when you look at the scripture that you were talking about, we. Christ says, seek ye first the kingdom. Um, before that, he was, talk- he was asking people, why are you worried about, you know, what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat and all of these things. You know, just seek ye first the kingdom. God knows that you need these things and he's, he's a good father. He's a good God. He's going to give you everything that you need and more. Mm-hmm. But I think what Christ wants is your heart. And um, as you are following trends, the question that we would ask is, um, what is, what is the end game in following that trend? You know, why, why are you so eager for the trend are you eager for the trend because you want to then be and act like everybody else Mm. or is it just you wanna you know just make sure that you you know you're not dressed like i don't know a hippie living in 1970 Mm. (laughs) who's living in 2017 yeah um yeah so that's what i would ask like where is your heart if your heart is with god with christ the trends may actually not matter. 
personally that's how I see it that the trends may actually not matter um you like i'm i'm uh, uh I'll give an example of of a TV series like i got to a space where i wasn't bothered at all about what's on TV or what's what and then um the blacklist came back <laughs> and then now i'm thinking where is it <laughs> you know and the holy spirit was saying why are you so interested in when the episode is coming back yeah where's your heart right now is your heart really connected to god like it should be or are you more interested in what um uh you know what's his name what's his name the blacklist dude yes Uh, raymond reddington Mm -hmm. and what his next movie is going to be um and right there that's something that i need to check with god like what is my focus right Mm -hmm. now is my focus on god is my focus on hearing the holy spirit or do i am i more interested in what's going on around me and so when christ says seek ye first the kingdom i think he's saying that i want your heart to be devoted to me and if i know your heart is devoted to me there's nothing that i will not give you because I know I'm not going to lose you to the world. Oh, and that's what a lot yeah, of people kind of um, get caught up in, that they they get angry when God doesn't give them these things. But actually at the heart of it is that their heart is not in the place where God can entrust these things to them. Mm-hmm. You know, So God knows that if I give you this, <laughs> you're gone. I'm, you're gone. <laughs> I'm going to lose you. Yeah. And so because I love you and I don't want to lose you, let's wait a bit and let's work on your heart mm-hmm. um and that's why like i know so many christians who have so much stuff mm. but they are just not even bothered you know they have houses like cars and you're thinking <gasps> you know and the fact that you're thinking <gasps> <laughs> you know the holy spirit is like that's probably why you don't have that stuff <laughs> because your heart is skipping several beats and you would be lost in the latest this and the latest that but for them, it's neither here nor there. You know, if God tells them, give your car away, it's like, okay. They don't think twice, you know. If God tells them, your whole wardrobe, from start to finish, all your shoes, all your heels, everything, give it away to this person tonight, they will obey instantly. And that's how God can bless them with more because he knows, you know, this person, I've got their heart. Mm. So I think that's where the foundation of that scripture was. Like God was really saying, where is your heart? If your heart is in the right place, you don't have to worry about what you have or what you don't have. So if you're then following the trends, what is the motive of that trend or following that trend? Are you? Re- now, this is really cool. Um, I want to just go ahead to... Um, this scripture, and I, I, know, I know this scripture has been quoted a lot where fashion issues are concerned. It's First Timothy chapter 2 and verse 9, uh, which says where Paul is telling Timothy that women should dress modestly and in a way that is respectable and that they shouldn't put on costly attire, jewelry, and have braided hair and, and all of that. Right, and I know this has been... I know we're not about about me. I know. I'm actually not. Okay. Nice and Yeah. I like natural hair. Okay. Okay. You didn't have to go there. I'm kidding. Well, no, I I do. I I I like nice hair. Whatever. I've got no hair, so so um here's (laughs) here's the thing. This scripture I know has been used a lot concerning. It's been taken literally in many situations where. You know, I think in some denominations where they actually believe that this is what the Bible is literally saying, that women should not get braided here and whatnot, yeah. whatnot, whatnot. And when I think about it practically, I think it's actually very, it's it's quite uh, impractical and not pragmatic because 
people braiding their hair and some of these things what did paul mean paul was he referring to black people what kind of people <laughs> braid there you know what i'm trying to say yes. i start thinking about all those things contextually but just bringing it back i think to the heart of what you were saying what exactly was paul communicating there that's number one and number two um because it's one of the it's actually one of the passages that a lot of people who are um, anti the bible right or who who talk about the bible being a outdated outdated but Mm, what's that word yes 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 yes, it's it's a patriarchal all of that stuff and did you right they they use scriptures like that so what i want to know from you ladies is um now, I don't want to turn this into a feminist yeah, whatever discussion because <laughs> I know there's some very passionate people here. Um, Val. So uh, what, what I want to know is from, from a fashion point of view, what we're discussing now, what, what do you believe what that scripture is saying? What's Paul really communicating there to Timothy? Personally, I think, like I said earlier, like he was... Um there was a clash of values, like um, the the description that he gives, you know, about the braided hair, about, um, you know, the strap, the jewelry, all of that. Um, That type of dressing and at that time was synonymous with a specific kind of woman. Um, And the way I see it is the values those women represented was in conflict with the values that Mm. Christ-like women are supposed to represent. So those women were extravagant. Those women were um, uh, very sexual in the way they dressed. Oh. You know, they um, they did it to attract attention. They were very vain. They were very prideful. Um, they were very lavish. Um, you know, they they wanted people to see them. You know, there was power in it. You know, like you see me. You know that sort of thing. And all of those things are in total contrast to. Christ likeness and you know when God saves you he sell he saves you to selflessness <laughs> and to give yourself away do you know what i mean yeah. like mm-hmm. um salvation and christianity are actually about um uh dying to self more than they are about um you know you know like how the world right now is telling you do what thou wilt you know do what you want yeah. but mm-hmm. Christ is saying you know die to self pick up your cross and follow me um, and so that applies even to the way that we dress. So the way I see it and the way I interpret that scripture is that the values that Christ was trying to portray or the vice, the values that uh, Christ portrays um, is what Paul was trying to communicate and saying, don't be extravagant, don't be vain, don't be prideful, but um, let the things that guide you be modesty. Let them be guided by modesty, be guided by um, decency, be guided by uh, godliness. Um, and let those things, the values of Christ, be the ones that determine how you pick out your clothes. Mm. I personally wouldn't, um, I don't know, I I. I, I struggle to then tell people not to braid their hair or to wear expensive jewelry um i just think let the holy spirit lead you Mm -hmm. in your picking of jewelry um there are some items that like i just think oh lord that's just that's a bit that's a bit flashy (laughs) do you know what i mean like and i would start yeah it's just a lot of (laughs) bling and i would struggle to wear it you know like on a random day like i mean you know the rappers will just have chains so i would struggle to do that you know um but for some people it's fine um i would struggle to have rings on all my fingers and just gold everywhere you know but that's just me um but that's my interpretation of that scripture that um 
don't bling like that. You know, don't be extravagant. Don't be, you know, lavish and um, prideful and vain in the way that you pick out your clothes. So the way I see it, it was just, it boils down to the values. Um, okay. Yeah. But that's me. I could be wrong. I'm sure there are theologians <laughs> out there who are knocking their heads thinking, no. <laughs> yeah, but Thanks, yeah, Val. I think it makes a lot of sense. You are a resident. Mm, my from DC it here. Does, yeah. Val? No, I'm just going to say amen <laughs> to that because I can't say anything that I'm just going to add. I'm just going to say amen everything she said. And then I'll just, I'm just going to add and just say, like, God really loves beauty. That's just does, what I think, does, yeah. what I feel and what I know. Um, well, my book is obviously Esther. That's what I use whenever I want to crush anyone's point. <laughs> I mean, even if you look but at the book of Revelation yeah. and where mm-hmm. God describes the bride, I mean, he goes into yes, detail about into her detail dress about, yeah. and, you know, how she's going to look. Yeah. So he does value mm-hmm. beauty. Yeah. Yeah. So even in the book of Esther, how they, um, <clears throat> the maidens plan for, for 12 months, um, six months, um, um, perfume, oils, and they were beautiful. And then they went to the king. Um, that's also how I take it. That's, you know, before you see the king, which is God, you know, you make a conscious effort. Um, yeah, yeah with your oils or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, but not in a way like she's saying. Mm-hmm. That that's is fair. now, because that is not even beauty though. When you're, I'm an image consultant as well. So mm-hmm. I do know what is glamorous, classy, what is trashy, what is not beauty. So that is not even beauty when you put like all the bling and the chains. That's, that's not beauty at all. That's just, that's just, you just look like a moving. I don't know. You're advertising something. I don't know what you're advertising. (laughs) That's not even beauty. So I don't even, I don't, I don't agree with that. You just have to look very classy and yeah. All right. Um, I guess from what you guys are saying, what I keep on hearing is it comes back to the heart. Mm, yeah. Be you know the, the heart behind what you're doing, mm. and this is what I, I really want our listeners to to get today. And the other thing I also want us to be very <laughs> cautious about is to not think this only applies to ladies, right? Yes. Because again, please. I've seen a lot that whenever fashion, <laughs> whenever issues to do with clothing are brought up, it becomes, it, it always ends up ladies, being about yeah. women True. dressing decently True. and not revealing what blah 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 blah, but men also you know need to be thinking about stuff like that. Mm. We may not be as um what, what what do i call it what we dress may not may, may, may not affect people in the same way that uh you know the opposite side would mm-hmm. right but the the fact the fact of the matter is you can also be very prideful you can also yes. be very very arrogant and very mm-hmm. self-centered in the way that you dress and it's something that i'm, I'm also you know I, I struggle with often when i when I think about even, you know, when I'm, when I'm purchasing clothes for, my, for myself, I'm thinking, ish, you know, if I, if I wear this uh, and I'm up there leading worship, for example, what does it communicate? Mm. Or, you know, because I guess it's, it's, a, it's often a struggle that I have, mm. you know, and I guess that's what T-Mac was talking about earlier, that I do have concerns about some of, <laughs> some of our men of God. Mm. That, yeah. ish, I've seen some things that I think, mm, dude. Mm. This is now, you know, mm-hmm. this is now becoming a bit much. It's becoming yeah. too much about you, you and the latest this and the tailored you. that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. So that the, the heart issue, I think, is a very is a very central thing. Yeah, I actually wanted to. Um, I, I don't know the answer to this question, which is why I'm asking it. But do you think there we should be concerned about, like, when it comes to fashion, should we be concerned about who is making it? Like, um, Christian Dior, for example, should we be concerned about what do they believe as individuals and how's my christian 
Huh? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> or Dolce and Gabbana, all these people with all these labels. Yeah, I mean, I've heard some weird stuff. But yeah, some pray over their stuff and dedicated to it. <laughs> dedicated to. I don't know if they do. Even we. But yeah, so. Let's not go there. <laughs> should should yeah. we care? Or is it one of those things where, you know, as long as you've. You yourself are dedicated to God, so does it matter? If they've dedicated their clothes to Satan. Say Calvin Klein was a Satanist, for example. Say, for example. <laughs> Would it matter? Well, you know what? I, the way I see things is that everything is spiritual, you know. Um, so, yeah, there are some perfumes that just looking at them... The at the, the, the bottle shape, the, the bottle shape, like or gene. even mm-hmm. not even, not necessarily the bottle shape, but like when you look at the the promotional posters, mm. whew, those ones that look like goddesses. Yeah, yes, there's a lot of the fire. Um, there's a lot yeah. of satanic symbolism yeah. in those things. Yeah. Um, and personally, yeah, I just I'm not at the high level of spirituality where I know the, you know I'll just cast out everything. <laughs> <laughs> so like some things, I just I just get put off and yeah. I just won't buy them. Mm. Um, but if I feel God leading me to pray over specific items that I've bought, I will do that. Yeah. Um, but I think we do need to be aware because, you know, how the Bible says we're not unaware of the devil's schemes. Mm. Um, and a lot of, um, I know friends were involved in, you know, things like deliverance and stuff like that. And they'll say, you know what, some things, you know, are transferred that way, you yeah. know, like, yeah. I've never experienced that personally. Ish. I'm just going on what they're saying. So... But personally, I've never experienced mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just go with what I feel. You know, if I feel God telling me, you know, this is yeah, yeah, whatever I have peace with, I yeah. go with that. If I don't particularly like something for any reason, if it just has a lot of satanic symbolism or whatever, I just prefer to stay away. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Yeah. yeah. All right. Actually, on I was flying back from somewhere. I don't remember, and I watched a documentary on Tom Tom Ford. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love Tom Ford. Just oh, the Barack Obama's fragrance. Yeah, song. man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and um, the Black Orchid, right? Yeah, yes. the one Barack with. Yes, yes, Barack and me. How do I? I know, I know. <laughs> she keeps me, on revealing that. I was like, old. Me, okay. and, me and Barack. <laughs> you and Barack and my dad. <laughs> big, kind of big, big, big people and I want it. But I hope you're not going to say anything bad about it. <laughs> no, no, no. My, my point, very quickly, is that um, I was watching, and I, I've always loved Tom Ford, just his style and very trendy, very, very detailed, right? Um, but then the, uh, as I was watching that, and it was talking about his life and what, 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 all his wealth and all these things. And of course, he's been in this relationship with this man for I don't know how many, how many yeah. years okay. now. <laughs> wow. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, so so I guess you know I, it really got me thinking, and I and I was like, hey, so um, do I still <laughs> like him? Right? Do I still? And I still do like Tom Ford stuff. But I'll be honest and say. I kind of struggled with that for 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 a while, yeah. you know, because I'm I'm a bit conservative, and I, yeah. It's, but then, of course, fashion the the fashion world is just replete with people who are, you know, same sex, same sex. Anyway, um, Val, I want I want to hear your your answer to T Max question, and then I think we'll wrap up. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would say it goes back to what I mentioned earlier that um. Um, we need to be trendsetters. That's that's the solution. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. the solution. So yeah. I'm crazy over Kylie Jenner's uh, lip kit, the latest, the matte, the nude. It's mm. so great. The, the who? 
the the it's nude okay. just let it go the, the okay. nude yeah yeah the, the latest okay so well, okay anyway the Kylie Jenner range is, is really nice in terms of the the lipstick and everything so I'm going back to what you just said as in you know the brand would be so good the stuff will be quality stuff it's really great but then the thing is I'm not I'm, I don't know if she's Christian I'm not saying she's not but I'm just saying you don't know what the person what the person is and what the person says over their business, over their mm. brand. And you, here you are just applying that lipstick innocently and you don't know what you're moving around with. Mm. You don't know what you, so the solution is we need more Christian people yeah. Yeah. that need to start their brands. Hmm. Yeah. 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 So if I start my Val Butte lipstick, at least you know that I command my morning yeah. <laughs> for my lipstick. So when you apply that lipstick, you are good. You are like sorted. Anointed lips. I hope you not anoint these lips. Okay, 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 okay. okay. That that came out funny. Sorry, sorry. No, that's not right. So if we carry on, if we have more Christians, we can then replace Tom Ford and everyone else. You know, so bit by bit. That's why I keep on saying. um we need to replace. Christians need to be trendsetters and the world yes. follows us. Yeah. So the world starts buying our products, our mm. stuff. We're all entrepreneurs here and we're Christians. So that way, at least, uh, at least you know, at least that way we, we've done something. I think that's, that's the solution. Yeah, that's what definitely. we need to do. Bit yeah. by bit. It might take time, but at least there's one house that does fashion and that's a Christian. There's one house that does something yes. else and that's a Christian. Before you know it, most, you know, most things are, yeah, Christian people. I definitely agree. Yeah. Cool. And also just to add like real quick, um, <clears throat> that's the reason why. So, so, so how we're talking about fashion and, you know, Christians and whatever. Um, that's the, that's the same way I would want to uh, open a modeling agency. Right. So then, you know, my, so if you're in Zimbabwe and you want to, you want to be in modeling, mm-hmm. but then, you know, you want a Christian. Okay. My point is, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you would come to me, you'd come to my agency because then, you know, you know, everything we do. We're just celebrating our beauty and who we are. But, you know, we've got our... We're still respecting God. Yeah. That's yeah. a good example. Um, and also, I have this whole kingdom beauty <laughs> regime that I do. Um, yeah. That I, Well, I'm going to start doing it. And it's just about... Um, <clears throat> It's just about, you know, beauty, taking care of yourself, exercising your body, skin, mm, what you eat, yeah. all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But I particularly called it the Kingdom Beauty Regime. I was inspired by Dr. Rossi Khan's book, Kingdom yeah. Health Model. I particularly called it that because before you do anything, you start by praying first. Yeah. Uh, that's number one. And then number two, when you do what you're doing, um, I use a lot of things like um, olive oil, coconut oil, and some of those oils are very biblical. So I, I really do believe the Bible has so many secrets, even beauty secrets, like anyone can use the Bible for anything. Mm-hmm. So there's so many secrets you can get, you can mm-hmm. find in the Bible that you can use for whatever trade you're in, for fashion, mm-hmm. for beauty, for whatever. So if we have more people like that, and then... That's that's fine. At least you won't worry to yeah. then say, yeah, what am I buying or who am I following? Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, ladies. I think this is such a, a rich topic and there's so much to discuss mm. and yeah. I, I could already I, I could already feel that yeah. you know there's <laughs> there, there there's several directions we could take here. But I, I've I've loved um, the stuff we've discussed so far and I, and I think there's definitely a lot of definitely a lot of wealth of knowledge that you guys have have brought to the fore. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. Like what Bell said, not letting our possessions own us. Mm-hmm. But yes, we own them, but they shouldn't own us. And oh man, I just love what she said about how God, you know, doesn't want to lose us to stuff. Yeah. He wants our heart. He wants to be our first love. He wants to be our top priority. So yes. 
Yeah, really, really good. I hope um, that ministered. Hey, that should be our next word of the day. <laughs> we hope this ministered to you. <laughs> yes. Amen. But if you do want to contribute to our discussion or if you have any comments or questions, please uh, feel free to reach us on our Facebook page. It's Radiant Culture on Facebook, on Twitter at Radiant Culture, and our website is www.radiant-culture.com. Exciting stuff. We are now on iTunes. So if you have an iPhone or any sort of Apple device, you can download our podcast there. It's Radiant Culture on iTunes too. Awesome. We international, son. We're not playing, son. <laughs> I'm T-Mac. And I'm Cookie Monster. And we out. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.